When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Principles of Success, Season 2, Health Episode 1. And I thought I would start the season off, well I guess it's technically Episode 2 because I did the interview, but I thought I would start the season off by talking about food myths. That's a really fun one to get into. And if you watched last season, you might um, recognize some of the same things that we cover today, but I'm going more in depth than I did last episode last season's episode on health. So, myth number one and number two kind of go hand in hand, and it is that meat is bad for you, and it is that fat is bad for you. Protein, the root of the word, is shared by priority. Throughout all of history, protein was considered the most important food that you could eat. It was only in the 60s when that kind of got jumbled up. But protein is the most important food, and specifically, animal protein is the most important food. And it's not just so you have muscles and stuff. Meat is a brain food. Your brain needs meat. The reason why vegans seem so crazy all the time is because their brains are screaming at them because they aren't getting what their brain needs from animal protein. Plant protein can only go so far. There's a lot of reasons why plant protein doesn't work the same as animal protein. Just going a little more in depth on that, Amino acids are super important, especially for your brain, for your brain's ability to produce the chemicals that you need to produce to be happy. You need certain amino acids, and they're very... In plant protein, you can hardly get them at all. They're already hard enough to get from animal protein. Specifically, I'm talking about L-tyrosine and tryptophan. These are both... These are the amino acids responsible for your brain's happy chemical. One of the reasons why working out works as a mood booster is because when you work out, it diverts the rest of the amino acids to your muscles, clearing kind of like clearing the highway to the brain more for the two amino acids that are responsible for good moods. So by clearing that congestion by sending the amino acids to your muscles, it improves your mood because more of the mood-boosting amino acids can get into your brain. Because your brain can only absorb so much of the amino acids that you get from protein. And by diverting the more abundant amino acids, you are able to... I think I just repeated myself over and over again. Sorry if I did that. Anyway, so plant protein is not the same as animal protein. Their Animals get their protein from the plants. Their digestive systems are designed that way. We then short our digestive systems take advantage of that and shortcut trying to get all of those nutrients from the plants. Like for instance, grass. We can't eat grass. It's not that it's not edible. Like we can eat it. We just don't get anything out of it. But we do get, the cow gets plenty of stuff out of it. And then we use the cow's digestive system that puts it into its body. We use that as a shortcut to get those nutrients into our body. So that's more along the lines of the Myth number one. Myth number two is the fat part of the equation. Your brain, back to the brain, your brain is made up of fat. 
And when we talk about poisons, we'll talk more about making sure it's the right kinds of fat. But your brain is made up of fat. And the reason why you need to avoid the man-made oils like vegetable oil and canola oil and all of the nice cheap oils that you can get in abundant and are in junk food and all sorts of stuff is because it is close enough to the same fat that your brain makes out of that it becomes part of the matter that makes up your brain. And when you do that, your brain has misfires because it's kind of like, just to put it into an analogy that a lot of, that pretty much anybody can understand, it's kind of like putting diesel in a gas car. It doesn't work properly. The other part to this myth is the fact that people think that you need to avoid fats to lose fat. It is not the same thing, and honestly, I wish that English had named them two different substances, because they... The fat that you eat is not the same as the fat that is on your body. Fat is extremely important to your health. It is, well, one, it's part, it's where most of the taste resides in food. So it's also very easily absorbed. And just like back to car analogy, I'm not a car person, so I don't know why I'm doing car analogies, but you need the fat to make sure that everything runs smoothly. If you don't have your engine oil and your power steering and lubricant, anything else that's in a car, then it's going to have problems. And fat just makes everything run smoothly in your body. And when it's the wrong kind of fat, man-made fats, then you have problems. And the reason why there's the myth that you need to avoid fat to lose weight is because fats and oils are very caloric dense. You can get a lot of calories from them. However, that goes into the next myth, which is the myth of calories. So a lot of you don't know what a calorie even is. A calorie is a hypothetical energy measurement of different foods that we have measured by kind of putting them into a container and essentially exploding them. And then we measure the energy that comes out of it. It's not quite accurate, but to put it in layman terms, that's about what it is. The problem with that is all of us have very, very different bodies. And so the exact same food, I will burn at a much different rate than somebody else. And just looking at it from an energy standpoint doesn't quite work out. I've been trying to work on an analogy for it, but it's it's kind of like trying to measure... Like when you go for a drive, you either say it is X number of miles or kilometers, or it takes this amount of time. Well, to measure in terms, like I said, that's a working analogy. It's not a very good analogy yet. When we talk about calories, it's kind of like saying it takes me five tanks to get there. It's not a very precise measurement, especially since there's all sorts of different cars with different gas mileage. So the fact that it takes this car five tanks, maybe it's a smaller tank, maybe it's a more efficient car, maybe not, versus a gas-loving chugger, it's not quite the same thing. Again, working analogy, but when we're talking about calories, that's kind of what we're doing. We're Instead of talking about how long it takes to get there or how far it is, we talk about the amount of fuel needed to do the thing. Well, people's bodies act differently. And then the foods themselves drastically fluctuate as well. So it's a very rough estimate at best. So when people say it's all about calories in versus calories out, take that with a grain of salt. 
yes, calories have a impact, but I can guarantee you that I will be healthier and more fit eating a 9,000 calorie a day of quality food versus you eating a measly 1,000 calories of junk food. Because there's all sorts of things that play into it. Your hormones play into it. Your thyroid plays into it. Your metabolism, your lifestyle, all of this plays a factor. So counting calories really is not a good practice. Along those lines, keeping with the kind of the myths of weight loss theme, running does not make you lose weight. All running does is exert energy while you're running. If you want to lose weight, you need to work muscles. So weightlifting, um, squats, things that grow your muscles help you lose weight because you're when you run, you burn the energy for the exact amount of time that you run for. When you work on building muscles, your body has to basically repair itself. When you work out, you're tearing the muscles apart, and then during rest periods, it's putting it back together, which, by the way, is the next minute. So your body's healing, and it's using energy the entire time to heal and grow stronger. So that uses way more energy, calories, than running does. So if you've tried to lose weight and you've done a whole bunch of cardio, there's a reason why you didn't lose weight. It's not because you can't lose weight. It's because running doesn't work to lose weight. It can help. Running has lots of health benefits. But if your goal is specifically to lose weight, you need to be doing weight exercises, things to build muscle. The next myth, which I kind of touched on already, is a fitness myth, which is mixing it up. That's part of the fitness episode. So, but I already kind of touched on it, so might as well just talk about it real quick. You need to rest when you're working out because otherwise you're just tearing apart your your muscles and not giving them time to rejuvenate and get stronger. You're not building muscle in the gym. You are damaging muscle in the gym so that way your body then builds muscle. Next myth, carbs are bad. Virtually everything you eat contains carbs. Carbs are pretty much the substance of what we eat. The only thing that isn't really carbs is meat. And even meat contains can contain some carbs depending on what we do to it. But that's not really too accurate, so just meat doesn't have carbs. And that's pretty much the only thing that we eat that doesn't really have any carbs. Everything that isn't protein and oil, just as a shorthand, assume it's carbs. So like a bean, it's very high in protein. Majority of it is still carbs. Carbs are not bad for you. There are certain carbs that are bad for you, but carbs are essentially an element of your diet. You're going to have to eat carbs, and you're going to eat lots of carbs. So trying to avoid carbs does not work, and you shouldn't try to because your body needs carbs. Next food myth is if you eat after a certain time, you're going to gain weight. There is health benefits to not eating after a certain time, but it has nothing to do with weight. The only reason that you shouldn't eat after a certain time is because your digestive system makes it so it's not as restful of sleep. If you want a deeper, more restful sleep, quit eating a few hours before you go to bed. Otherwise, there's no reason why you have to stop eating at a certain time. And just to add on to something that I missed, low-fat food is not good for you. Low-fat foods is where they basically take out the fat because fat's bad for you, which has been scientifically proven to be false. And then they pump in a bunch of sugar because fat is where all the taste is so they try to make it palatable by putting in a bunch of sugar and sugar is a toxic substance so low-fat foods are not good 
you need to not eat good low-fat foods but we'll talk about more about that later but that's just to go along with the fats and then the next myth is that white potatoes are unhealthy i have no idea how this even became a thing in conjunction with the fact that sweet potatoes are supposedly healthy their white potatoes are either on par or better than sweet potatoes with the exception of beta carotene which is what gives sweet potatoes their orange thing white potatoes are essentially a superfood so do not be afraid of eating your potatoes another myth is that smoothies and juices are healthy for the most part smoothies and juices really aren't healthy the sugar content in fruit is called fructose and the reason why it's not really bad for you is because the fiber content in fruit when you make it into a smoothie or a juice you essentially take out the fiber and just have the sugar so it goes through your body almost or goes through your body really fast and it is almost as bad as pop in terms of sugar content especially since a lot of the juices we add sugar to them so if you think you're being healthy by having your fruit smoothie you're most likely not being that much more healthy now i say that with a grain of salt because or take that with a grain of salt because there's a lot of nutrients still in those fruit smoothies that you don't get from sodas and other drinks but in terms of sugar it's not that healthy but if that's the only way that you're going to eat fruit or vegetables then i say go ahead and do it another myth is eggs um because eggs are high in cholesterol you got the idea that eating eggs is bad for you eggs are a superfood as well and there has been multiple scientific studies showing that meat and eggs and animal proteins increase the good cholesterol they don't increase the bad cholesterol in fact there are some studies showing that it might actually decrease bad cholesterol so eat all the eggs you want in fact you should eat lots of eggs eggs are very good for you eggs contain i'm spacing on which nutrient it is but eggs contain every nutrient but one and so just off of potatoes and eggs you can live extremely healthy just off of potatoes and eggs because potatoes have a lot of nutrients and eggs have a lot of nutrients and they kind of fill in the gap of the other one so eggs are extremely healthy for you and then the last myth i want to talk about is that you have to be perfect if you mess up just one time you're screwed you're going to get fat and all sorts of stuff and you're gonna feel like crap and all of this you don't have to be perfect to be healthy i am extremely health conscious i have had to be to be able to be, be functional so i am extremely health conscious but i still eat plenty of junk i still do all sorts of bad health decisions like i haven't worked out in a little bit i don't i think it's been five days but you don't have to be perfect to be healthy you have to be focused on trying to be healthy to be healthy but i eat junk i do all sorts of crappy stuff i'm my sleep health isn't always perfect my food health isn't always perfect my fitness health isn't always perfect my mental health isn't always perfect so the, don't be too hard on yourself when it comes to trying to be healthy don't beat yourself up about it and uh, that's it for the myths and this is the first real episode of health so hopefully you guys enjoyed got a lot of value out of it if you disagree with me and have studies to show why your opinion is different from what i have researched go ahead and let me know otherwise i will see you all next i will see you all next week